Hi, I'm Carmen LaBerge. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Mornings with Carmen LaBerge. Helping you wake up, remembering this is our Father's world. This is Mornings with Carmen LaBerge on Faith Radio. Welcome to the second hour of Mornings with Carmen on this Monday, the 13th of January, 2020. Some of my persistent questions. Where in the word are you today? Uh, We're good at geolocating where in the world we are. How good are we at locating where we are in the word? Now, there's two ways to approach this question, at least two ways. Uh, There is the book, chapter, and verse answer to the question. So I am in Acts chapter 13. Um, I am also in Psalm 119, which is the preaching series we're going through at church. I'm also in Ephesians because my husband, Jim, is teaching a course on the book of Ephesians right now. And so I am uh, alongside him in that study. Um, There's also uh, this effort at my church for people to memorize the book of Ephesians uh, this calendar year. And so I am in Ephesians. But let me just go ahead and confess. I'm not a good memorizer, and so that's a challenge for me. But those are some of the places that I am in terms of book, chapter, and verse. Where where are you in the Word? Where in the Word are you today? There's another way to answer this question. I had a conversation. Uh, I teach uh, seventh and eighth grade Sunday school. I'm a part of the teaching team. And I had a conversation after uh, class yesterday with a student who apparently uh, listens at least sometimes to this via podcast Um, and so she said, um, so every time you ask, like, where in the word are you? I wonder if you're asking me, am I abiding in Christ today? And I thought, yes, yes. That is a question that I am asking. Yes. It's not just a book of the Bible chapter and verse question. It's a, it is a question about whether or not today you're abiding in Christ, the one who is the very word of God. Um, are you are you in the vine in such a way that his life is coursing through you into the world through the production of good fruit, good faithful fruit? I mean, I, I thought it was a great um, uh, seventh grade question. Wowzers, right? I know. I know you're now thinking um, Carmen has an intimidating Sunday school class. Yes, she does. Um, so as you hear the question today, where in the word are you today? you may immediately have a book, chapter, and verse answer to the question. I hope you certainly have an affirmative answer to the question, are you abiding in Christ? Are you in Christ in such a way that he is also in you, animating your life by the power of his Holy Spirit, um, bringing you into greater and greater conformity with his own image, that you and I would be more conformed to Christ today that indeed the Holy Spirit, which lives within us, inhabits our bodies, like, right? It takes up residence in these temples that, um, you know, maybe it's cleanup day in the temple, uh, in your particular temple of the Holy Spirit that is your body. Um, maybe it's cleanup day in the mind. Maybe today's the day that uh, that your mind needs to um, be cleaned by Christ, where he takes every thought captive 
It's one of Paul's images that he offers us. What does it look like today to abide in Christ? Maybe you need to rest in him. Maybe there is um, an opportunity to find some peace in Christ. He is the peace which passes all understanding, and he offers it to us as the Prince of Peace. Maybe that's how you need to abide in Christ today. Um, Some of the ways in which I need to abide in Christ from day to day uh, would be that I would rely more wholly, more fully um, on God. I recognize that he's sovereign. I also recognize that he's available. Do I lean into that? Do I lean on that? Do I rely on that? Do, do I recognize that as I am yoked to Christ, he's really carrying the burden, um, and I just get to lo- come alongside under his, um, you know, to mix metaphors here, un- under, you know, uh, under the wonderful assurance of his out- outstretched wings. All right, so uh, where in the word are you today? I hope you have a book, chapter, and verse to answer to the question. I also hope you have an affirmative answer to the question in terms of abiding in Christ. Up next, I've got Valerie Burton. Uh, most recently, author of Life Coaching for Successful Women. Women, I consider myself a successful woman. I'm going to test that against her definition. Uh, and we're also going to talk about the questions that each and every one of us can be asking ourselves in this new year uh, as we seek to live lives that are full and abundant and, yes, successful. That's up next here on Mornings with Carmen. All right, Bill English is in the house, BibleandBusiness.com. Welcome back, my friend. Hey, thanks. Thanks, thanks, thanks. How are you doing? Good, good. All right, you and I are going to talk about um, email. Yep. Time management and email management. Okay, I'm going to go to my email. I have several email accounts, and I'm going to tell you right now that it says that in my inbox, uh, this would be my Gmail account, in my inbox I have 30,472 emails. I don't even know how many, how I could tell you how many of those are read or unread. I don't really know how to do that. Um, in my um, Microsoft account, in my Outlook account over here, let me pop over here. I probably don't have very many. Oh, in my inbox over here, I have 1,537. But that's because that email account is not even yet a year old. So there you go. Speak into my and life, so, sir. Well, no, I'm not going to do that just yet. So how many on, do you man. have for your Faith Radio account? That is my faith radio account. Oh, the Microsoft account? 1537. 1537. That was a good year. In my Platinum (laughs) account, where I do all my business consulting, right now in my inbox I have 20. Uh, At Accurate Home Care, where I'm the uh, CEO, it's still a turnaround, Uh, I have 68. And in my personal BillEnglish.org account, uh, it's not telling me how many I got for some reason. It's an IMAP account instead of uh, an SMTP account. Um, so anyways, what does the email say about us? Email tells us <laughs> what we pay attention to. So, so mine tells me I don't pay attention to email. <laughs> <laughs> no, what it, what it says is that um, uh, the number in your inbox, what I have found is that almost every person I've ever fired, uh, when I went in to look at their inbox, they had 40, 50, 60, 70,000 emails in their inbox. doesn't mean you can't be successful in a job when you have 40, 50, 60, 70,000 emails in your inbox, but it does mean that you're probably randomized a little bit in what you pay attention to. Look, attention. Yes, you I are. am randomized. You are. Does that mean that I have like 
50 things I'm supposed to be thinking about simultaneously? Is that what randomized means? Yes. Well, that's Ooh. what you think you should be doing. But, you know, attention management has to do with what do you pay attention to. Some people call it time management. Some people call it email management. I call it attention management. So when you look at what your core, and I'm doing this from a, from a, a, a work perspective, not a personal perspective. So when you look at what your core deliverables are in your job, okay, is there a way to shape the inbox of your work email so that you pay attention to the information that helps you and propels you forward in delivering those core things that you need to deliver in your job? And really, that's the core of the question, right? So by shaping what we allow in our inbox, we can shape what we pay attention to, and that in turn should help us deliver those things or those elements that we are hired uh, to deliver. Okay, so, um, Bill, can we take yes. a very, very brief break? And when we come back, you're going to actually um, tell us what we should do. Yeah. How okay, to, fantastic. How to shape your inbox, yeah. All right, and then I'm just warning you that there's just a lot of people going to be deleted today. All right, Bill, Eng- <laughs> Bill English and I are going to continue our conversation in just a moment. If I should speak, then All right, in healthcare, an orderly is a person who brings some order to things. It's a hospital attendant whose job consists of assisting other people with various uh, interventions. It's the the highest role uh, of an orderly is that of an operations assistant. So um, Bill English is bringing some order. He is serving as an orderly in terms of the health management of my uh, email. What do I need to do? Health management. Oh, this this is too funny. Um, by, by the way, you had somebody who uh, screenshotted you with 85,000. Yes, Jessica, <laughs> Jessica has texted in a screenshot of the bottom of her computer screen. She has 85,102 messages and 18,413 of those are unread. So if you're listening right now and your your situation is worse than Jessica's, you should you should text me at 877-933-2484 um, or you could email me a screenshot at Carmen at MyFaithRadio.com. We would like to know sort of, you know, who who's who is the worst off. Who's, who's out the there winner today? today? Who's the winner today? <laughs> well, here's some things you can do to shape your inbox. First of all, uh, delete the emails that you don't need to keep. There's a lot of emails that that you get that you really don't need to keep. And the reason for that is because when you go back and and you're searching for an email and you put a keyword or two in the top of that inbox mm-hmm. and up pops, you know, 500 emails, that's not helpful to you because uh, then you still got to search through those 500 and that takes time. So if you've deleted the emails that, that you don't need, then when you go to search, maybe you only get 100 or 50, something like that. And you get what we call a better result set from your search. So uh, you have less false positives and more true positives in those searches if you have less emails in there, okay? Uh, The second thing is uh, for, in in a business context, if you're working on certain projects or you have certain ongoing conversations in email, uh, go ahead and create folders for those projects or those conversations and then create inbox rules to move those emails over to those folders. You're still keeping the emails, but they're not part of the core inbox. And you can always reference them by simply going into the folder and seeing the emails there. Uh, that's another way to do that. But All right. So I go, have folders. Yeah. 
I do too. <laughs> I have no idea what's in them. Like stuff just goes into those folders, right? It doesn't mean. Yeah, look, I've got uh, I got a whole folder. Oh, I don't even know what that one is. How could I have a folder of updates that has thirty eight thousand emails in it? What I, does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know how you get that. I don't. I don't I know. Really don't. I, I got nine thousand emails that are tagged promotions. I'm deleting all of those right now. Are you? Yeah, right now they're okay. deleted. I have no idea what they are, so clearly I don't need those. <laughs> okay, one, so one, one of them is this how this is supposed to you, work? No, that's not true. <laughs> Oh, promotion. Yeah, no. <laughs> nice of you to say. Okay, so um, for those of us that are just kind of a mess, when you talk about where just where we can start, so we're going to delete emails that we don't need. Yeah. We're going to file emails in folders. Yeah. Um, I, I like the don't subscribe, but how do I easily unsubscribe to a bunch of stuff? Because oh, I every, feel like that is my issue. Every, I, I got I, M&M's is sending me M&M's is sending me regular emails. I, I don't know why. I'm pretty sure I didn't sign up for M&M's emails. I mean, and I don't want to go through and one one by one unsubscribe. Is that But is that what I need to do? That's what you need to do. And the Are great, there people I could pay to do that for me? Uh, sure. Is that a thing? Well, Paul will okay. do it for you. He's in need of extra <laughs> no, cash right now. So, <laughs> but no, you, you know, when the email comes in, usually there's, by law, there has to be an unsubscribe link in, in the email somewhere. Usually it's at the bottom. And so you just click that and uh, up will pop a, more than likely a web page and it'll... It'll maybe take you through a wizard or something, but uh, you you can unsubscribe that way. Look, I have to do that on my personal account. I, I get subscribed to lists all the time. This this notion that companies don't share lists is a complete farce. They do share lists, and you can get added all kinds of lists that you never thought you wanted to be added to, and it does take time. Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, great times to uh, unsubscribe because that's when all the marketing emails come out. And so mm-hmm. that's that's a good time to unsubscribe. The other thing is, in a work setting, a lot of people are going to CC you on conversations thinking that you want to be looped in, but they're not looking for you to reply or to engage in the conversation. It's okay to email everybody and say, please loop me out of this conversation. I don't need to be in it. Um, that's, that's another thing uh, that you can do. And then just don't subscribe to email blasts unless you're really going to read them. All right. I'm just I think this should just be my warning to people that I'm I mean, it probably won't be today, but I am I am off for the next couple of days. Maybe I will spend some of my time when I'm off unsubscribing and deleting. I don't know that I'm going to file things because I feel like then they're going to be in a place that I can't see them. Oh, it's just a folder. Yeah, you can see them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to convince you on this. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let's see what Colleen says here. Colleen, we have a text. All right. Oh, see. See, now Colleen says you could be clicking on a phishing email when you're trying to unsubscribe to something that you've never subscribed to because they're actually just wanting you to click the unsubscribe. See, now now I'm now no, I got no, all no, kinds of no, fear no. and suspicion. No, look, phishing emails usually require you to do something more than that. Okay. I, I wouldn't worry about that. And besides, if you have good antivirus and good ransomware yes, software, true. you should be fine. Which you everyone should have, yes. because yeah. there's naughty people out there seeking to do very naughty things. And uh, if you don't have that kind of software, you need to go buy it today. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so Bill, you also recommend that we use things like Quick Steps in Outlook, My Templates in Outlook, or the Inbox Rules to route emails automatically to folders for future reference. If people want uh, more information on all of that, all they really have to do is sort of Google that information. Like, yeah. How do I quickly uh, do these things? Quick steps in Outlook, my templates in Outlook, or 
inbox rules. Yeah, and, and you know what? Microsoft Press publishes these step-by-step books. They have one for Outlook uh, and every version of Outlook. I've worked on some of those in the past, and uh, and they're very good. They just tell you, here's, what, here's how you do this task step-by-step. And so you can always go out to Microsoft Press and order a step-by-step book. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm not getting a whole book to tell me how to, be, to delete See, things from my email. You box. should have that in the studio with you. Terrible. Oh, come Terrible. on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bill English, um, really actually very helpful today. Thank you um, so much, as always, for joining us. This is actually super practical help, so I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. You bet. I'm looking forward that's, to it. That's Bill English. You can find him at BibleAndBusiness.com. Today's uh, conversation was about CEO inbox observations. We'll be right back. So I want you to um, I want you to consider that you you are a life that God dreamed. You are a person that God dreamed. You have a purpose that God dreamed. Um, I think that a lot of us, you know, we get to a place in life where we're like, okay, this is, these are the things that I have to get up and do today. And these are, you know, and at the end of the day, I checked off the list, but it didn't necessarily really feel like I lived a day. It didn't have a highlight. It didn't have a low light. It did have a rhythm that I just moved through um, all of the obligations and responsibilities. Da, 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 da. I feel like a hamster on a wheel. I don't necessarily feel like a purposeful person living into God's dream for my life. Well, Um, My next conversation is with Will Mancini, Um, and we're going to talk about what it means to actually live the life that God dreamed for us. And part of this is actually taking the time um, away from the busyness of life to discover and understand and then plan for the dream life. And so God has a dream for your life. Um, Let's find out how we can discover it. In their conversation with Will Mancini, the book is Unique, and I've got some copies. Uh, so we'll, we'll, you can text the word book to 877-933-2484 if this interview is super interesting to you. We'll be right back. Okay, I'd love it if you would join me July 24th and 25th at the Northwestern Christian Writers Conference at the University of Northwestern St. Paul. During the month of January, you can uh, get your ticket at a discounted price, 20% off of registration during the month of January. And so check your calendar, see if this works for you, July 24 and 25. Join me at the Northwestern Christian Writers Conference. You can find out all the information and register at NorthwesternChristianWritersConference.com. We'll be right back. This is Max Locato. What if the missing ingredient for changing the world is teamwork? When two of you get together on anything at all on earth and make a prayer of it, my Father in heaven goes into action. This is an astounding promise. The Jerusalem church found a way to work together. They found common ground in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ. And because they did, lives were changed. As you and I do, the same will happen. The congregation is a microcosm of God's plan. No one can do everything, but everyone can do something. And when we do, God's great blessing was upon them all. There were no needy people among them. You see, those who suffer belong to all of us. And if all of us respond, 
there is hope. This is Max Locato. Welcome back to Mornings with Carmen. I am thrilled to be joined by Will Mancini. Uh, You have heard from Kelly Conwisher before on this topic of unique, but I now have the book in my hand, Unique, Designing the Life that God Dreamed for You. Will Mancini, welcome to Mornings with Carmen. Hey, Carmen. It's great to be with you. Uh, It's wonderful to have you. So um, let's, first of all, let's just talk about why this book. I mean, there are just lots of things out there about how I might... um, you know, improve my life. That is not really what this is. Talk, talk about what is unique about unique. Yeah, there is such an ocean of intentional living books out there. And what um, there's two things that really I think distinguish the unique book. The first is uh, when it comes to you know following God. There's um, most books. I mean, 98 percent of all books are uh, directed or aiming at what we'd call common calling. All right, Carmen, the things that are you know that God wants all you know believers to do. So whether it's, you know, uh, how to read your Bible, how to pray, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so we start the book with just, hey, there's, this is all about your special calling, your special assignment from God. And so that's that makes it really distinct. Even uh, so many books will talk about, hey, you know, you're special, God created you unique, but, but we're, you know, from, from and, and there's somewhere in there they're referencing that, but from start to finish, every tool in the book, every concept idea in the book is aimed at that special calling idea. The second thing, which is really unique, is the the idea that we've actually built a training experience that we've been using for about five years now. So in hundreds of churches and thousands of people have gone through the experience. So it's something a lot of folks will write on, you know, uh, here's some good ideas, but this is actually a proven process. So people who can who read the book can actually access and kind of go through the toolbox, and there's lots of different ways to do that. So we talk frequently about sort of the three big questions that everybody asks, questions that center somehow around identity, belonging, and purpose. And that purpose question is, what in the world am I in the world to do? Sort of the way we say it uh, frequently here um, on the program. You are really honing in on that portion of this conversation, and it's not what are we as Christians in the world to do collectively as the people of God? But what am I in the world to do? And, and you, you just refer to that as special calling. Um, it's, it's distinctive. It suggests that God made me on purpose for a purpose. God made each and every listener right now on purpose and for a purpose. I think that the question that plagues most of us, Will, is, is that actually knowable? Yeah, that's a great. I love I love that word, Carmen. That the no, that knowability is it knowable? We say nameable. It, you know it, and, and can you name it? And that really is the problem I want to solve in the book. So I I do believe that 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 it is knowable, that it is nameable, and that you know as as believers, you know, we just you leave a lot on the table with your life if you actually haven't you know grabbed a hold of that and named that. So that's that's my deepest desire that you, that that believers would would have more meaningful progress in their life, that their ultimate contribution for why God put them on earth would, would really be fulfilled and maximized in their one and only life. And, and uh, I, you know, I think with, with the right questions, the right tools, you know, some, some community, some coaching, some dynamics there, that people, and we see it all the time, people are astonished at how much additional clarity they can gain when they, 
when they when they push through it. I'm talking with Will Mancini. We are talking about the book, Unique, and that's actually has the word you, Y-O-U, at the beginning. So imagine the word unique with a Y-O at the beginning. That's actually how the book title is spelled, Unique, uh, Designing the Life that God Dreamed for You. Everything that you're describing to us right now and in the book um, is going to take some time. And so part of this is a is an invitation for people to commit to the time that it is going to take, real time, concerted time, the slowing down long enough from the busyness of life to actually realize uh, God's d- divine dream for each one of us. Invite people to take that time. I call it the, the 4% life, Carmen. If you were to take a friend out to dinner who's visiting your town for the first time, and let's say you had a couple of hours with them, you would spend about 4% of that dinner time making dinner preparations. You'd, you'd know what they like to eat. You'd plan ahead, make reservations. And, you know, for, for you know, a couple hour, you know, dinner, you'd spend, you know, five, 10 minutes uh, doing that. If you had an ideal uh, dream vacation and you added up all the hours on a week vacation, you would spend at least 4% of that time uh, you'd spend the hours, you know, putting into h- how you would you know, plan and schedule and everything on the stream vacation. And when you when you boil down the maximization of like you know time, uh, you're going to find that this four percent principle plays out. So if if someone were to live, you know, eighty thousand hours of you know, vocational time is the average amount of time you'll spend at work if you if you live an average life, uh, average life expectancy is just shy of eighty years. And so over a vocational lifetime, that would actually equal almost 3,000 hours of, like, time spent thinking through, reflecting on how to use the rest of your time. And spread over an entire, you know, lifetime or career, that would be a year and a half worth of time spent planning, you know, hours here, a day here. And so, you know, it's really a crazy idea that you, you, you experience much more progress by taking the time to pause and reflect. And God obviously you know, builds in that into the universe through Sabbath. I mean, we don't go six days without taking one to rest and reflect and remember that we're eternal beings, remember that God created everything, and, and just to have that reset on a weekly rhythm. So in, in, in the unique system, if you will, in the book we talk about you know, allocating your time, your energy, imagination, intelligence, and love every day. But the key rhythms that we use to... Uh, best utilize that are weekly reflecting, quarterly planning, and annual retreating. And so we kind of build in those rhythms. And the four percent is a great, you know, rule of thumb to use. I love the rhythms. Um, I love the rhythms word. We're hearing that from other places as well. Uh, I think it's really helpful. I'm talking with Will Mancini. You can find what we're talking about today at willmancini.com. You can also find it at lifeunique.com. The book is Unique: Designing the Life That God Dreamed for You. Uh, and we'll be right back. Continuing my conversation now with Will Mancini. He is uh, the author of Unique, Designing the Life that God Dreamed for You. You can find it at willmancini.com. You can also find it at Life Unique. And the word unique there has a Y-O-U at the beginning uh, because we are talking about the unique calling that God has, or the unique dream that God has dreamed for each and every one of us, not just our common calling as Christians, but our special calling individually. 
Um, so I want to take people directly into the book for a little bit of a taste and see. First of all, Will, um, I'm just going to confess to you as a person who not only reads a lot of books, but receives even a lot more books than that, that I have the opportunity to sort of scan through. I have never seen anything like the preface of this book. Never. I've never seen anything like the preface of this book. Um, so tell people what uh, what I am seeing that's unique about the preface of Unique. Well, I think you're, you're talking about the idea that I, you know, I wanted to have a panoramic view of the book and, and really all the big questions you can ask about intentional living, life calling, life dreams, et cetera. But I also wanted to have what I think of as a healthy snacker's guide. So I didn't want, you know, the, the idea that you have to, you know, go from start to finish to the book to be the only way to read the book. So, you know, I take about seven or eight themes and just say, hey, if you're if you've got this, you know, scratch right now and you want to itch it, just here are three or four chapters to read on this or here are five or six chapters to read on this. And I just wanted people to have the freedom to bounce around the book and really, you know, make it their own. And just, you know, most adults learn best when it's something they're immediately dealing with. So, you know, that that, that active learner, that curious learner. So uh, I just wanted to kind of create two different ways you could digest the book, start to finish or jump in and just take a snack here and there. So let me just give readers an example. Let's just say that right now you're just looking for the essentials, the absolute bare minimum, rock bottom tools and practices. Well, then Will's going to suggest, you know what? Read chapter 8, chapter 10, chapter 17, and chapter 22 on the bullseye, the mission, 90 days from now, and Sabbath. Or let's see. Here's another um, taste and see snack version. Um, maybe you want to thrive in your 9 to 5. The knowledge anyone can gain and steps anyone can take to live their job um, no, to love their job more every year. Well, if you're going to do that, we want you to read chapter three, which is climb, chapter six, ability, chapter seven, context, and then the free bonus content, the clarity spiral, the four breakthrough practices to find one thing you're called to do. And it's an ebook that's available at willmancini.com. So I just, I love that. I love that there is the healthy snackers version and that you have laid it out uh, for us in unique. Um, let's do a little bit of a deeper dive um, maybe we could, maybe let's do this. If we turn to pages five and six, you actually lay out here uh, the top 10 panel, the 10 things to anticipate because this book, Unique, is distinct. Maybe we could just walk through those. Yeah, it'd be great. Let's do it. Let's do it. So Unique offers a bird's eye uh, view of life design. Yes. There's so many perspectives. You know, it, it's like what what is a personal value and what's the difference between a personal value and a personal goal and what's the value between a life mission statement and you know setting a long-term you know kind of bucket list dream and there's just so much stuff in that space so the bird's eye view is saying look i, I can say confidently uh, you know I, i've got this engineering background carmen and I, and I can say confidently like any category of that like intentional living stuff that you can touch on or need to think about it, it, you're going to be you're going to be able to see it in this book you're going to you're going to i tell Tell folks, you know, I don't, I don't use, I, I love the words dream. I love the word destiny. I love ideas like that, but I use it with the precision. I use those words with the precision of an engineer, not an ice cream man. We're not just using fluffy words here to make you feel good. We're going to, we're going to really break it down, define things. And we're, we're going to create a pathway that you can, you can really walk on. So anyway, that, that's the, the bird's eye view is let's, let's, we're going to cover everything in the space that you could imagine. <laughs> So there's also uh, Unique offers a God's eye view of life design. That one's important. We've already talked about Unique being a full course meal and a, or sort of the tasty snack version where you can 
uh, you can read the book um, in pieces and parts that are scratching a particular itch at a particular time. And then you've got Unique gets you unstuck and driving again. Sometimes we need a tune-up. Sometimes we need a tow truck. Uh, talk with us about this. Sometimes people think that in the uh, intentional life genre, they, they either go, well, this is just this is for high-performance super achievers or this is if you're, you know, you need a doctor and you're really sick. And I just wanted to kind of make sure that, that really there's a big continuum here. You know, sometimes, sometimes just, uh, you know, uh, life's going really, really well, but boy, an extra five or 10% of, you know, clarity can make a huge difference. And sometimes you just, you know, all of us go through those seasons where we just feel stuck. And, and this, I think can offer some perspective that might just, you know, get you out of that rut and back on the, on the road again. So I wanted to help people feel the, 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 the broad range of application there. So there's everything in here from helping us put a frame around the jig, jigsaw puzzle pieces of our life to uh, slingshotting us into life's next chapter, giving us a laser beam, beam focus. But then there is this, uh, there's some unique things about the book Unique and about the process of Unique. Um, one of those is that it has a soundtrack. The other is it's not just a book, it's a toolbox. Talk about those two, uh, those two parts of this experience. Yeah, on the soundtrack, I just, it's it's a little, it's, you know, a little silly, but uh, just a way to get to know me as a unique author. I, I love uh, I love seventies classic rock, seventies and eighties. So, you know, as I was writing the book, sometimes songs just go through your mind as you're writing on concepts. So, uh, the idea there was just to hey, if you want to get to know me a little bit more personally and some of the songs that that I like. Um, but there is that there is that warning. I mean, there's not a lot of hymns in there, Carmen. It's just a lot of you know, it's kind of <laughs> quirky stuff that I've liked over the years. It has a little connection to some of the themes. So uh playlist on Spotify and Apple Music. And then, um, you know, the, the last thing there, it's this, uh, if, if you think, I, I like to think that the unique system in general, and obviously the book overviews it, it's like the best metaphors, it's like this garage for your life. And so, you know, you pull your car into a garage when you need to work on it, using that tune-up metaphor again. And so I, I like to think the, there's going to be tools here that you can revisit, you know, over the years of your life, again, in those rhythms, quarterly, annually, and if you just envision that, that, that as, you, as you make progress, as you put miles on your life, the odometer of your life, if you will, that you have this place you can go. And it's a place that's life-giving. It's a place that's meaningful. It's a place that, that really, I think, as readers get into the, the toolbox, they can just really, really enjoy uh, spending that time that we talked about because people just don't know how to spend that time. So if you have a little guidebook, if you have some tools that you can count on, when you go to that place, um, I think of it as that life's garage. So there's there's basically six parts to this journey, the clarity spiral, the sweet spot, the vision frame, the horizon storyline, the life-making cycle, and then uh, a conversation about destiny, how to fulfill God's dream of you and for you. The book is unique. The author is Will Mancini. You can check it out at willmancini.com. You can also check it out at lifeunique.com. Remember, the word unique actually starts with you, Y-O-U-N-I-Q-U-E. Will, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing Unique, Designing the Life that God Dreamed for You. We really appreciate it. It's great to be on the show, Carmen. Thank you. Thanks a lot. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Will Mancini. If you are interested in entering 
um, a drawing for one of the copies of the book, Unique, Designing the Life that God Dreamed of You. You can text the word book, text the word book to 877-933-2484. Again, all you have to do is check, text the word book. Um, If you text something else, like why we should send you the book, or why you are uniquely qualified to receive the book, or if you send us your name and mailing address or whatever, um, then the the, the whole process breaks down and doesn't work. So just text the word book to 877-933-2484. And what happens when you do that is then you get a bounce back message that actually gives you a link to where you can enter the drawing. So there you go. If you're interested in a copy of the book, Unique, Designing the Life that God Dreamed for You by Will Mancini, also with Dave Rhodes and Corey Hartman, uh, you can just text the word book to 877-933-2484. Okay, we, um, we started the conversation today at the very beginning of the first hour, recognizing that last night um, one guy won Jeopardy! Greatest of All Time. And I made an observation there that all of us uh, play games with God every day. And you may know some people that are playing Jeopardy with God. Jeopardy is actually a word that indicates the risk of harm or, or the risk of loss. And so don't put your life in jeopardy with God today. Don't play that game. Instead, um, you know, accept the free gift of God's grace in Jesus Christ. Like, right, you can know the answer to the ultimate question. The answer to the ultimate question is Jesus. Uh, The grace of God has been extended to you today. And you are in a position uh, to extend that grace to others who might be uh, in jeopardy. Have a great day and God bless. Okay, do you think Robin Dance would feel like, you know, stalked if I sent her a little text message and say, I really want to know you like in real life? Well, that's just, it, uh, are you not overtaken? But when we have conversations with people here on air and you think to yourself, I really, I am so pleased. I am so, I just want to celebrate. God has so many precious people in so many places doing so many extraordinary things. Um, and we've talked to some of them today. So I'm thankful today for Josh Good and what he's doing in D.C. And I'm thankful for uh, Hunter Baker and what he's doing in Middle Tennessee and for uh, Bill English and what he's doing in the Twin Cities and Robin Dance, what she's doing in, in Georgia and around the world um, uh, through, her, through her writing. Um, I'm, I'm thankful for you as well. This is such a great pleasure to walk the walk of faith with one another, um, to explore not only the headline news of the day and bring the mind of Christ to bear, but to really encourage and edify one another. So, you know, what are you reading that's of encouragement to you? Who do you think I should be talking to in the new year? Um, what what ministries are out there on the on the front edge of really transformative ministry in your community? Let me know. I'd love to hear about those things um, so that we can then share them with others. You can always text me, 877-933-2484, or you can email me. Sometimes that's more effective because you can write more there. Um, you can email me, Carmen at MyFaithRadio.com. Um, let me know where you are in the Word, and let me know how God is using you and others in the world that He so loves. Have a great day, and God bless. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Mornings with Carmen LaBurge from Faith Radio. If you haven't, you can subscribe to automatically receive the podcast through iTunes or the Google Play Music app. That way, you never miss an episode. It's also available anytime at MyFaithRadio.com.